Good morning, afternoon, evening, or night, and welcome to Side Character Quest. I'm your side character guest, Mason, playing the character of Talbotan, and guiding me on my journey today is... It is me, Ty. And I am so happy to have you here today, Mason. I, I love it and... Um... Ah! Um, hey, hey, uh, uh... Excuse me, Mr. Um, Mason. It's me, Grumbles. Hey, hey. Are you like mm. Ty's dad? No, I'm his AC mechanic. Listen, I had some questions. I was listening to the show last week, and I had some quick questions about the nature yeah. of your character. You kind of look like Ty, though, but, like, older. Oh, listen, that's neither here nor there. Sorry. Hey, Mason, don't let him. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. I had some questions about your character, so let me just understand this. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, Grumble. Yeah, uh, Grumbles. It's uh, grum Grumbles. 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 Yes, you got it. Got it in one. Hey, did you... Hmm? Is Ty... I see, like, the back half of him sticking out of that cabinet. Is he... Is he gonna be, like... He'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, what's up? What do you need to know? I just had some questions about... Uh, I just wanted to confirm. So you and this father part fella... Yeah. You guys are both umbrella tieflings? Uh, we're, well... <laughs> I mean, that's... In a manner of speaking, I guess. Uh, uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's Brega tieflings. Uh, what 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 kind of what kind of what kind of mishmash is that? Well, it's kind of like this. This sounds. This does not sound like it's canon to the Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it's not exactly canon, Grumbles, and and I don't want to uh, make assumptions, but I'm assuming you, your voice strikes me as someone who might be familiar with Bigfoot. Uh, uh, and, yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. So like cryptids, like Bigfoot, Mothman. Mm, uh, yes. It's kind of like a D and D version of that, like a some oh. sort of a natural. Oddity. Ty is writhing around in that cabinet. I think I'm. I think I. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Trust me about this. Well, I think I think I might be making uh, an inaccurate statement. No, no, that is that's pretty accurate. The the Brega Tiefling. Um, I, I sort of an alternate name that I had for them was uh, the Cryptid Tiefling. Basic idea is that it's a rather than being a person with like this demonic connection, uh, like a standard Tiefling. Um, these are connected to nature in some way and are weird. They hey, are, hey they, Ty? Yep. Yeah. I, I I was talking with Grumbles. I just needed a quick answer. Can can you just... Grum yes, Grumbles. You uh, oh, 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 okay. okay. Uh, you go ahead and go sit. Sit back over there. Yeah, did that did that clear things up for you, Grumbles? I think I understand it. But look, in mechanics terms, what exactly does this mean? Okay, so uh, so Ty actually came up with this really cool thing where there's they're sort of being influenced by this natural magic, and so uh, occasionally their form will sort of shift and and change day to day, and with that comes some different magical abilities related to how that how that happens. Um, okay. Kind of like like maybe one day they're a little bit more foresty, or maybe they're embodying sort of more of a natural fire spirit, and they're. Their traits from that affect their abilities within the game. Okay, so uh, you get you get like some spells from this. Yeah, yeah, you get like uh, depending on what level you are, you get cantrips or like a first level spell or a second level spell. Uh, okay. I think I don't. I think time might like release this as a bonus thing, like a thing you can play. That's um, the thing that I'm planning on doing. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm really excited to use this in one of my own games, and if I do, I will tweet to at SCQ Podcast and let and let everybody know. Grumples for being some sort of a strange, strange man who barges in and crams people into cabinets. You really are pretty on brand. I, I man, I 
do my best. Do you have a Twitter? Do I have a Twitter? Yeah. I, I will. I will after the, after this, the, by the end of this episode. What, uh, what, uh, what's, uh, what would be a good handle for me? Oh, HVAC Grumps? Or H- like. <laughs> yes, sir. At HVAC Grumps. I, I think that won't be taken, hopefully. I mean, you can always try. If it is taken, I will have censored. <laughs> this and I will link to my real handle in the show notes. And oh, by you're mean, ta- huh? You, so you edit the podcast? I mean, sometimes I like okay. to add in the sound effects. And but it's it's confusing because the relationship seems a little adversarial, but also very kind of wholesome and helpful. It's it's strange. Listen, Ty, Ty's a, a complete fucking bumpkin. He doesn't know what he's doing with the audio or the video. There isn't even a video component, but he thinks there is. Ooh, that yeah, that's rough. But like, I see that when he jumped out, I saw that you like put a pillow in that in that cupboard. So like, you know, you're not. That was like kind of you, Grumples. I, want, I just. I want him to have ha- live his best life. Thank you, Grumples. That, you know, he has a cat now. Oh. He's got. I, I gotta make sure that he survives. Gotta do it. Gotta he's, do it. He's for li- he's he's living for two. I feel that. Grump. Anyway, what did you roll today? Are you crying? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Wait, are are you and me doing this? Because that's oh. this is going to be a very Grump, different. Grumble, grumble, grumble. No. Okay. Oh, get out of here. Get out. Okay. Sorry, you had to see that, Mason. Um, do we need to start the start the show or what? What? Where are you guys at? Nah, he's like super on brand for being a home invader. Oh, cool. Uh, uh you, you, yep. You and that guy are like cool, right? Like, I don't. Should I call somebody? I mean, you could try. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's gonna make any difference, but you can try. Okay. Uh, so uh, as a as a brega tiefling, uh, Mr. Talbotton, you um, get to at the beginning of every day you uh, roll a d4 um, to select the uh, trifecta of spells that you get. Uh, so go ahead and, and roll that for me. Sure. I uh, and- I just got. Oh, sorry. You continue. Oh, I was going to say that uh, that these this selection of spells, if you so choose, can have aesthetic changes on your appearance. But that's up to you. So yeah. So I think, and I think it's kind of fitting because of where we last left Talbotton. Uh, I rolled a one. So I have produce flame as a cantrip, fairy fire as a first level spell, and flame blade as a second level spell. Very fiery. Good. Uh, yeah. So I think I think Talbotton's kind of like fired up. Like he's he's about to go on an adventure. He was already fired up. He put a, like half an office to sleep uh, just because. Because someone was being a little frustrating, so I think it, I think it's kind of fitting, and I think maybe uh, I know I kind of described him as having doe-like features, so I think Taladin's doe-like appearance has kind of hardened, uh, not like to the point of having scales, but to the point where you'd be like, huh, you look like you feel like you should have scales. <laughs> cool, and but of course this is uh, hidden under your illusion, uh, assuming that you've kept that your, oh, yeah. uh, hat on. I've, I've redoffed my hat from, from Alabasters. Cool. All right, uh, you want to roll into the fucking show? Yeah, dude. Rad. Feel like feel like the cursing was a little bit, a little bit hey, yeah. high energy. Fucking rad. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh. Golly gee willikers, let's pitter patter on in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new Talbot and, it's my new Talbot and voice. Uh, awesome. Well, I'm a writer, not a speaker. Okay.
that snuff out of you and placed a bolt square between his eyes. Just missing the left ear of the old man he was using as a meat shield. And that, my friend, is how I single-handedly slew the 13 pyromancers of Quelton. I have to ask, Blue, was there anyone left in the town after you were done? There's, there's so many deaths in this story, it was uh, hardly plausible. Well, uh, I did not count the bodies, but I assume someone paid me, so I assume someone survived. Oh, let's hope, I suppose. I wonder who had such a vindictive agenda against pyromancers. Well, I mean, well, they had burned up a lot of crops and uh, a lot of bodies. Uh, you know, they were bad folks. Trust, trust me on this. They, they were real bad. And that, that kind of reminds me of the. Did I ever tell you about the time that I was out in the town of Brotherly? I was called out there on account of being the number one werewolf hunter in all the world. And, uh, well. Blue. Yes. Let me stop you there. All right. How about we play another round of cards? If, if you win, you get to tell me this story again. Ooh, love it. If I win, I'm going to look out the window until we get there. Fair enough. It is a very, very hot, sw sweltering day, but fortunately the canvas shade of the carriage provides them with a little bit of cover. It makes it almost bearable. You and Blue have uh, several weeks of rations. Um, you have all of the equipment that you have decided to bring, whatever, whatever came when you were building your character. You've got all of that on you. And you are most of the way to Flukehaven. Just when, just when you hear the carriage uh, roll to a stop. Oh. All right, everybody out. That's as far as we go. Uh, what's the driver's name? Uh, her name is Sarah. Okay. Uh, I step out and walk around to the front. I bow and tip my hat without taking it off, of course, and say, Thank you for the passage, Sarah. And I flip her a coin. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate that, uh, Mr. Mister Talbon. And, uh, well, uh, good, good luck. Now, now, excuse me, Mrs. Mrs. Sarah. Um, I'm looking in front of this carriage where you're telling us that we have reached the end of our road. And I, well, um, I'm under the impression that we're going to a town, and yet I see ahead of me no such location. Yes, my, my compatriot does raise a good point. Uh, where, where are we? This is as far as we go? Yeah, so, uh, here's the thing. Um, this road goes to Flughaven. There isn't a road here anymore, so I can't go any farther. And I gotta stay with this carriage, because I got my own things I gotta take care of, all right? Um, so if you're gonna wanna go, if you're gonna wanna get the rest of the way, you're gonna have to go on foot. Uh, I kind of lean back and look ahead of the carriage more, which I guess I didn't <laughs> do when I walked around it. What does it look like in front of us? Uh, roll me a perception check. D&D! To perceive the road or lack thereof. I, okay, okay. With, a, with a passive passive perception, I will say that the road just like it's just like woods ahead of you, like vines, plants, that type of stuff. Uh, okay, well, I got a seventeen plus three, so that's a dirty twenty. Heck yeah! So do I see a road now? <laughs> um, looking out ahead of you, you see <laughs> you see a road. It opens up. No, 
Looking out ahead of you, you see a completely overgrown path. You can very clearly, for at least the first like 10 feet into these these woods, you can see on the ground where the road is. But there is, there's grass, there's vines, there's small underbrush bushes just growing right there. And it just, it's, it's very, uh, it's very lush. But not carriage friendly. But not carriage friendly. With, with a 20, I will also tell you that um, the division between the road and the not road, the overgrown spot, is pretty stark. Like it's, it's a pretty, pretty much the spot where it just suddenly the road has become overgrown. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh, in that case, I, I, I turn back to Sarah and I say, did, have you traveled, do you travel this way often? I, mean, I haven't been here in uh, a while, but yes, sir, I, I, I come here and there's a few more miles of road through here. I have never seen it like this. I, like this. I mean, I haven't been here in, Probably, you know, at this point, it's, it's probably been about about a year, two years since I've been here. But I, I used to come by all the time. I know this place. The, so, so the last time you were here, yeah, uh, it wasn't like this. No, it was not like this. It was smooth sailing for uh, up until Flukehaven. You know it when you see the uh, the silos peeking over the edge of the trees. Uh, are, can I see any silos? No, no. Yeah, uh, she sees you eyeing the horizon, and she's like, "No, they, we're nowhere near that point. There would be a, probably a couple more hours on a on carriage ride before we actually could see Flukehaven from here." Oh, good. Uh, I must say that you seem rather unperturbed for someone who has suddenly come across a road that was uh, a road the last time you were here and is no longer. Uh, this is unusual. I mean, I guess, but like, I was told that I was taking you guys to go investigate a spot where some, well... Sorry, she wouldn't have said this. Maybe she would have. Roll back. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I've, I've heard some crazy stuff going on down here, so I, I'm, I'm not too perturbed because, you know, you hear about some skeletons out and about, then, like, who gives a shit about a road disappearing, you know? Right, yes. Right, maybe a couple hundred of them are just avid gardeners or really into forest management, and they've decided to expand the local flora. Yes, wonderful. Now, now, Talbotton, I, I don't know about that. I, I've heard some crazy things about gardener, about skeletons, but I've never, never heard them garden. Yes, no shit, Blue. <laughs> I, I, okay, um, if you, Sarah. Yeah? If you had to guess, uh, how long would it take to walk the remaining distance? Uh, well, um. She looks up into the, uh, up to the sun. Well, uh. I think you guys could get there before nightfall, uh, looking at... Yeah, you guys could get there before night. Uh, how many how many horses are pulling this carriage? Uh, there are two horses pulling the carriage. I look at the horses, uh, and I look at Sarah, and uh, I say, Well, you know what would make it quite faster would be if, if we could perhaps uh, make use of one of those horses and um, with the carriage lightened from, you know, us not being upon it anymore, I believe you could get back and we could get there quickly. And I cast Suggestion. Ooh. Okay, so we are going to... Uh, I'm going to put a... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and cast Suggestion. Go ahead and cast okay, Suggestion. If, if, hey, if that's not cool, that's fine, too. No, no. I We will... Everybody hold, put your finger on the fact that this is happening... And I will refer to it again in the future. But go ahead and cast suggestion. Uh, okay. So, creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this effect. I'm assuming that Sarah can be charmed. Oh, you better hope. 
<laughs> yeah, unless she's a skeleton. The suggestion must be worded in a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable, which I tried to do. Uh, the target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it pursues the course of action to describe to the best of its ability. The suggested course of action can continue for the entire duration. If the suggested activity can be completed in a shorter time, the spell ends when the subject finishes what it was asked to do. Do they know they've been charmed afterwards? Uh, no, it just says if you or your companions damage the target, the spell ends. Rad. Okay, um, go ahead. Uh, I do a, a wisdom saving throw? Yes. And what's what's the DC that I'm aiming for? The DC on that would be 14. Okay. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I rolled a five. Um, so yeah, she is going to go ahead and be like, so you just, you just wanted the one horse? Well, that seemed, that's what you asked for? Yeah. Yes. Well, that seems, that seems pretty reasonable. I mean, the carriage, I, I, I like to have two horses for the carriage in case, you know, to keep make, keep it light and keep it, uh, keep it moving smoothly, but one of them could, can pull it. It's not that big. So yeah, sure. I, I suppose you guys can take that. And 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 believe me, you we will. Uh, you can take a deposit from uh, who hired the carriage. Uh, that would have been uh, Father Pard. Father Pard. Uh, yeah. Do I have any like? H- how much coin do I have? Could I? Because I don't. I think Talbotton would uh, like pay a deposit to ha. say like we'll return the horse. Yeah. How much? How much came with your background? I will say that uh, you are carrying however much your background gave you. Oh, that's a good question. I actually didn't write down how much gold I have. <laughs> what, what was the background you chose? Oh, God, I believe it was entertainer. Uh, equipment, 15 gold pieces. There it is. I already flicked her one as a tip, so I think I give her four more and say, um, consider this a small deposit as I'm not carrying much, but uh, take another larger deposit from Father Pard's coffers if you need to, and we will return the horse and return the deposit. Oh man, that's that's real nice. Thank you. Yes, thank. Well, thank Father Pard, and I smirk. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'll just I'll be heading back um, back up this way. I'll take a, a left instead of a right um, at that uh, intersection back up that way, and I'll, I'll just I'll just swing back here on my way back. So if you guys can just like uh, I guess just have the horse back here in like how long are you guys gonna be? Well, whatever. You guys bring it. You bring it back to Cirque. We'll be fine. Right, that's kind of what I was thinking with the deposit, just because because we don't know, but we'll keep him safe. Uh, and I don't know how you know, deposits work. <laughs> well, good. Then we're good. We're even and we're clear. Thank you so much, Sarah. Carriage sounds, carriage sounds. Well, she was real nice. Well, just lending us her horse for no no reason. I appreciate that. Appreciate a good turn from, from folks. She just, so that's the thing. And he slaps you on the back. Ouch. That's the thing, Tal. You just gotta do a good thing for somebody else, they'll do a good thing in return. Yes, Blue, you're saying what I did as though I didn't do it. All right. Hey, Melanie. Hey, Jake. Boy, howdy, am I just so excited. Uh, okay, what's up? I'm excited for the Scavengers Network Independent Podcast Showcase. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Should be pretty all right. Coming the weekend of May 21st on twitch.tv slash the scavengers network. Yeah. A weekend packed full of shows, videos, and fun from your favorite indie creator. Jake, what the fuck? Check out snipshowcase.com for dates, times, and the lineup. The Scavengers Network Indie Podcast Showcase. Snipshowcase.com. Why are you like this all the time?
All right, Mason. So we are moving on to uh, the next portion of the show where you are going to be doing a skill challenge. Are you aware oh, of boy. skill challenges, Mason? Uh, you mean aside from like, I want to jump this gap, roll deception to see if you can lie to the gap about how big it is, <laughs> like that kind of thing? No. Uh, well, yes, those are skill checks. They are crucial to skill challenges. The idea behind oh. skill challenges is that they are a series of... Uh, of skill checks with the same DC that you pass enough of them before getting too many failures. Make sense? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Kind of like death saves, but not for quite as high of stakes. Exactly. Okay. So right now, you and Blue are traveling together through this very like dense, dense underbrush. And feel free to ask me, you know, questions as we we go along. We'll 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 get some narration, whatever, as we, we enter. One yes question out the gate is uh, I would have gotten the horse's name from Sarah. Oh, fuck off. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Eli. (laughs) We have too many Elis in the show already. Um, Fair. Let me me check my followers. Let's say uh, M. Walker. Interesting, because that's very close to my name of M. Washer, which is my... (laughs) E.M. E.M., like Emily. Oh, oh. Uh, So we'll just say say M. M. Yeah, Uh, named after at M. Walker underscore writer on Twitter, who is a follower of the show. So... Where was I in the description of the thing? You uh, you gave us the rundown of what skill checks were, and you said we were going to start them. Skill challenges. Yes. So your goal, alongside Blue, is to get to Flughaven before nightfall. Barring that, you want to get there at least unharmed and not exhausted. So to be clear, you will get there eventually. Right. Unless you do something absolutely fucking crazy. Right. Um, I'm going to ask you to complete a series of DC 13 skill checks. So you have to get 13 or higher. Understand? Yes. And once you pass three, you have arrived at Flughaven. However, each time you miss one, things will get worse and worse for you. And after three failures, you have arrived at Flughaven, but you're like very worse for wear. So this skill challenge stops at either three successes or three failures. Make sense? Yes. Now here comes the fun part. You can do anything, any skill, you have. You can come up with any skill to get us there, but you can't repeat the same skill twice. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can use any skill and apply it and uh, obviously make it make narrative sense. Exactly. But I can't just deception check my way through it by lying to the earth about how easy it is to get there. Exactly. Uh, I realize that I have uh, boosted a horse for us, and yet I am not proficient in animal handling. So that's I, I will that's, say th- this is uh, taking my finger off of that spot that I had said I had put my finger on earlier. I will count you getting this horse. I will count that as as your first pass, your first success. Okay, because you are getting a certain distance in and actually make pretty good progress uh, riding astride this horse. Other important question. Is Blue also going to be making checks? Uh, he can, but you will make that decision. Oh. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I was going to just be a good bard and give him bardic inspiration by <laughs> uh, reciting a short poem to him. Uh, but if he's not making checks, I'm not, I'm not spending my words. Uh, also, I'm a little miffed. I, I, genu- I generally like him, but after spending a whole, hot, whole day in a hot carriage with him, I think I'm a little <laughs> bit tired. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay. You and Blue uh, are writing M. Um, 
God. <laughs> maybe shouldn't have named the horse after a follower tie. Yeah, maybe should have. It's occurring to me that oh, now yeah. that might not have been the best. Uh, <laughs> sorry, M. Sorry, M. Um, you and... <laughs> Why did I do that? What about Walker? Because that's better. Walker. You and you and uh you and Blue are riding Walker through this uh this undergrowth. Um it's getting thicker and thicker as you go, and it's getting to the point where it's going to be kind of difficult to keep going on the horse. Hmm. Uh what do you do? Well, Blue, I think we're we're just hampering Walker's progress at this point. Perhaps we should hop off and uh just kind of continue on foot. All right, are we are we bringing her along or uh, are we Well, yeah. I mean, yes, we're not, I'm not just going to leave the horse in the woods, Blue. Oh, all right, hey, listen, I just wasn't sure if you wanted to tie her up and leave her here, uh, but, uh, but yeah, we'll kind of navigate her through, all right. Roll me a animal handling check to see how well you are able to navigate her through. Oh, dang it, I walked myself right into animal handling without trying <laughs> yeah, to. You just told me you were bad at it. <laughs> I know, I should not have shown you my weak spot. I'm like a Zelda boss. All right, that's not amazing, but that's not... Oh, man, that's a 12. <laughs> that's rough. That's a 9 plus 3. I know I said I wasn't good at it, but bards are like, skill checks are Oh, they're fucking insanely, amazing. It's ridiculous for bards in 5e. Yeah. Uh, so you have one pass and one failure. What is it? What does this look like? You you are able to um, keep the horse with you for now, but is it just like, what? what is, what is going on? Oh, I was going to say, I think maybe as soon as we get off the horse, Walker turns tail and just bolts back to uh, try and find Sarah. Acceptable. Acceptable. That, yeah, you you lose this horse. Well, Lou, uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't. Let's just go. Oh, that was, that was almost profound. You look at how, I think the horse was acting. That whole time riding in, it seemed tedious, and look at it go. You know, you're right. It, it's... Did it seem to give you a dirty look as it turned? Yeah, yeah, yes. I, and <laughs> I, I thought I was losing it a little bit in the heat, but no, it did seem a bit snarky. Yeah. Well, uh... Oof, only one way through, I suppose. All right. Let's keep going. All right. So you guys uh, continue uh, forward, and... Uh, you can present what this uh, next situation is. You are walking through the this pine forest slash wooded uh, slash swampy area. What is like a, a thing that you would like to try to make this easier for yourself? Um, okay, so if I'll just I'll just throw out that I'm guessing it's still really hot and like yeah. we're probably very tired. Uh, you're fucking worn. So I think I think Talbotin, uh starts humming a uh, an old dwarven working song that he just sort of had picked up at some point, like, uh, and it just breaks out into them full on, just like him and Blue. Like he teaches Blue, and they're just full on singing as they walk down the path Ooh. to just pass the time. I don't know a, a good uh, working song. Um, the stones are hot. The rocks are hard. The axe is, is dull, dull, but the bed is, is waiting, waiting at, at our home. Hi-ho, <laughs> hi-ho, it's off to work we go. Bum, 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 I haven't heard that song in years. Uh, yeah. So, uh, roll me a, that would be a performance? Seems like it. Yeah, do that. Uh, okay. That is, oh my god, <laughs> seven, eight, nine. I rolled a two. Two plus seven is a nine. <laughs> 
So how do I mess up that so bad that it impacts our journey? Oh, man. As we went into this tie, I was like, oh, this is cake. This is skill yeah. checks. <laughs> yeah. Skill checks in my bard. <laughs> no. Oh, Jesus. I, I, I was, like, worried that this was going to be too easy for you and that you were just going to flow through with absolutely no problems. Um, all right, so you've lost your horse. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, what... Did we attract unwanted attention? Uh, you, you hear... Or, or get distracted and get, like, hurt ourselves somehow? Uh, yeah, man, um, you... Nothing seems to have happened, but, like, you guys are still tired. Oh, good! You guys are just still tired. Great! That's not ominous at all. Okay. Alright, so yeah, um, as you're continuing along, you guys come across a, um, it, it, it seems like you maybe have lost the, the road a little bit. The overgrowth, the undergrowth has just gotten so thick at this point, it's really hard to, like, tell where you are. And you come up to a very muddy creek. Very, very deep. Uh, what, what do you do at this point? We don't know that we're lost, huh? We didn't realize that we were off the road. You, maybe you do. Um. I, I could have sworn this was still in the right direction. Are, are we going the right way? Uh, well, any direction is the right direction, so long as you're happy where you end up. You talk to me about how strong you are, Blue. Yes, sir, very strong. I could fight any man. Some of these trees look a little bit dead and like they might need fighting and perhaps to make a bridge. Have you ever fought anything into becoming a bridge? Well, one time I killed 20 Ents. Well, how about then some non-Ents? Yes, sir. Feel like building us a bridge? You're really chipper for someone who I'm assuming is as warm as I am. I I am... (laughs) I hit my heat stroke. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Uh, so what is this a medicine check now? <laughs> no, uh, I think with this he is going to roll a strength check, athletics check. Can I propose yep. that I'm giving him bardic inspiration by allowing him to tell me the entire story of him killing the ants? So rather than me giving him inspiration, I'm letting him talk himself up. Rad, I love it. Okay, so yeah, he goes up to this tall dead tree that's covered with fresh vines and starts like hacking at it um, with a hand axe and then just starts leaning against it and starts working to shove it over uh, and try to knock it over the creek. And you get to add a D8. Rad. Oh, D8, fuck. Yeah, fifth level. Which makes the fact that I couldn't sing us to victory a really embarrassing fact for a bard. I don't like that face. You said D8? Yes. Well, fun fact, he got an eight before that. Oh. I've got my little I've got my little uh, ice cream dice, candy corn dice. Oh yeah, look at that. Let's roll this. Six. Fourteen! Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Gosh. It took me a moment to do the math on that. Oh, boy. So, I'm getting, so what, like, Blue's thinking to himself, like, oh, I, I just told him this story about how tough I am. I can't, <laughs> I can't not do this. I'm gonna fucking push this, this down if it's the last thing I do. And the tree falls down, crashes over the creek, and provides a clear bridge over this deep, like, maybe waist-deep mud, uh, and you guys cross over. Excellent work there, Blue. Thank you, sir. I have, I must say that, um, I did not, 
uh, believe any of your stories, uh, but now uh, I am considering that perhaps you weren't exaggerating quite so much. Well... I'm sorry, that sounded mean. Um, I, 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 I thought you liked my stories, but okay. Oh, I enjoyed them. I just thought they were they were fiction. But, oh no. Oh, I, I understand. I, I understand. No, blue. No, it's, I understand. Uh, I, it's okay. I cast calm uh, emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Does that just happen? Uh, well, I actually really don't want to burn the spell slot. I think I'd rather talk him through okay. it. <laughs> So you guys continue on. Uh, All right, Mason. Yes. You are at the point right now where you need one success or one failure to make sure that you can arrive at Fluke Haven not exhausted. And let me be clear. If you you get a failure, if you get one more failure, you get three failures, you will get the exhaustion status condition. For for our audience at home, obviously, I know what that is because I've played (laughs) D&D. What does it do? What does that mean? So exhaustion gets worse as you get more levels of exhaustion. Since this would be your first level exhaustion, you would get disadvantage on all skill checks until you can get completed a long rest. Oh, cool. Yeah, rad. Good and great. Good and great, yeah. Okay. So uh, tell me, I'm not going to set up this scene. You tell me, what is it? I'm letting you dig your own grave. (laughs) What is it that you are going to try to do to uh, help expedite your arrival at Flughaven. Now, a smart person playing D&D would look down their list of skills and find the one with the hot, highest modifier and try and work out a way for that to be applicable in this situation to help Im- improve their chance of success. Uh, however, I am not a smart person, and also my highest skill is persuasion. Which is not super applicable. I mean, I could try and persuade my feet to bring me there. But that's hardly something that seems uh, feasible. So, can I? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I think as we're walking, <clears throat> this yes, kind sir. of this is this is kind of fitting. Yep. Uh, I think as we're walking and trying to find our way back onto the trail and make progress, there's there's a crashing through the underbrush. Uh, and we hear something running towards us, and both Blue and I freeze, and like a large bear or animal of your choosing crashes out and and looks at us. You are confronted with a large flug. Okay. What's a flug? Oh, man. A thing of nightmares. Uh, I think as it steps out, Talbotton freezes, racks his brain for a moment, and, and is like, flug, flug, play dead or scare or make noise. Uh, and then is like, I think a flug you have to scare away. So he like steps forward uh, and uses the cantrip, produce flame, and like like creates fire in his hands and just like screams and like stops and makes himself look big, and maybe uses produce flame to set fire to some plants around him and just try and scare it off. I would like you to roll me a uh, intimidation with advantage. With advantage, you don't have to give me advantage just because I'm one away from death. Wait, actually, no, wait, wait, wait. This is what I'll say. Roll me a nature check to see whether or not you were correct about it being intimidation is the way to go. And if you were correct, you will get advantage. And if I was incorrect, You'll get if, I rolled, if, I, if I roll nature badly, is that a failure? <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay, so this is just a, a, pre, this is a setup check. Yes, this is a setup check. Okay, well, that's a 13 nature check. I, yes, that 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 is that is good enough. So you do get advantage. All right, dice. 
Okay, that's a 19 plus 6. That is a 25. Ooh, okay. Yeah, um, the flug rears back on its hindquarters and lets out a large cry uh, before waving its crest and disappearing into the darkness. I think Taladin just kind of stands there, crispy plants around his feet, and, like, stops producing flame, and then just kind of, oh, okay. Oof. That was some quick thinking there, Mr. Talbotton. Yes, a bit of a gamble. <laughs> paid off? Really glad that that one paid off. That could have gone terrible. That was definitely a flug. If it was a flog, we'd be dead. Oh, God, if it was a flog, I, I would have... Well, we could only pray for a swift death. <sighs> but hey, uh... Good news. And he gestures off a little bit towards, there's there's a bit of a clearing in front of you and off above the tree line in the setting sun, you can see a couple of silos peeking out. Oh, looks like we're almost there. Oh, good. Which means we cannot begin what we were sent here to do. Ah, don't, don't look so down, sir. We wouldn't be here if we weren't, you know, top of the game. Yes, it's just warm and I'm tired. And that stupid song is stuck in my head. Listen, sir, we're, we can go there. Go to Stop f- calling me sir, Blue. What, what would you like me to call you? Just Tal, Talbotton, Tal? Buck. Tal? No, not Buck? you don't get to call me Buck. I can call, I, I'll call you Buck if you'd like me to. Nope. Oh, well, I mean, you're calling me Blue, and my friends call me Blue, so what, what do your friends call you? They call me Talbotton. All right, Talbotton. Well, you, you can call me Tal. Well, I, I'll trade. I'll take that as uh, inside check. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment between friends. Good. Yes. All right. Um, you're worn out. I'm sure Flukehaven's. No matter how how few people there are around there, they're, they're a town, so it's got to have some type of quarters that we could set ourselves up in. We don't have to sleep on the ground on the fourth floor. So uh, let's just, you know, make our way over and find somewhere to see it. Sleep. You you didn't forget the bedrolls, did you? I was. Uh, I, Lou, is this yeah, your way of okay, telling yes, me? Yes, yes, I I have them. I have them. They're in the. Okay. Oh God. Oh. Okay. Yes. Yes. I have them. Okay. Not that I want to use. Hmm. <laughs> Off-screen insight check that doesn't affect the game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, you guys continue forward. At at, at this point, as you uh, uh, move in the direction of the silos, you can can make out on the ground where the... Ooh. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just got a really that. dumb joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your pause was just really funny. <laughs> it took me a moment. Uh, uh, it'll be the official second ship of uh, of of side character I, quest. I do not. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you, you you put like a full stop. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Ooh. Oh boy, okay. I need to find another way to phrase that. Looking uh, in the, the setting sun, looking at the, the forest floor, you can see the 
part of the ground that used to be the road leading to Flukehaven. Um, and it's it's just all covered in vines. It's covered with grass, but you can just barely make out. Uh, <laughs> you can... <laughs> damn it! God damn it! <laughs> hey, Blue, I think there's just enough room right here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's back away from this because it is not a help uh, necessarily. <laughs> okay, just give me um, a moment. Ty, can I throw like can I just throw a word to you? Uh, yeah. Discern. Discern. Thank you. <laughs> that just popped into my head as a as a good alternative. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's just enough room to make out. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vomit. Die. <laughs> the opinions and relationships expressed herein are not those of the authors of Side Character Quest, its parent company, its affiliates, or its subsidiaries. All information presented within Side Character Quest is for entertainment purposes only. Fan art is breaking copyright law if it is done of that exact moment. As you two move in the direction of the silos, you can clearly discern on the ground where the road used to be leading to Flukehaven. Uh, and you continue along that direction, expecting to come across this town, but the the thickness of the underbrush doesn't let up and the, the sun is quickly setting. Uh, and I would like you to roll me a perception check. I don't know what's wrong with my dice. Uh, that's a four, five, six, seven. Four, five, six, seven. Okay. Yeah. Looking around, you know, you can you can see like dark shapes in the woods around you. the The sun is setting pretty fast, but yeah, it's it's just really hard to see much of anything. There's there's one uh, shape maybe ten feet tall off to your left, and then off to your right, you see what what I suppose must be um, the bunching of silos. Hmm. Hey, blue. Do you have a torch? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I should have a torch right over here. Um, he strikes some flint, uh, lights a torch, and holds it up. And that, uh, illuminates the space around you enough to tell that, uh, yes, those indeed were silos, and off across that smaller shape that you had seen appears to be a, a large shed of some sort, maybe a small, small building, but beyond that, it's, it's, it's unclear exactly what it was. There's, there's a couple of windows and a door, but yeah, there's, there's bushes all around it. There's like a tree growing through one of the silos, vines growing up everywhere. Hey, Blue. Yeah? You know what I don't see? Uh... Any, any lights? Yeah, there's nobody really around. Uh, do you, uh... I mean, at least this means we won't have to pay for a room. I, I suppose that's true. Do you think we should find somewhere safe to, like, settle down for the night, or do you think we should start looking around now? Well, um, I don't know that... Like, this is weird. We, we can't just, ah, uh, collapse on the ground here and sleep. I'd agree with that. Let's just pick... Um, do, do I look around? I know I got a bad perception, but did I, do I see anything that even remotely strikes me as what might have been an inn at some point or any kind of place like that? Over here, definitely not. The, the only structures that you see with that, that perception check were that small shed-like building and then um, those, those six silos, which are in sort of a two-by-three formation. But the, the rest of the space is just like underbrush, trees vines, that sort of stuff. Okay, so shed 
or one of those six silos? I'll let you pick. Shed or silo? Shed or silo, all right. Uh, well, the shed has windows, so I, 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 I'm tempted to go that way so that we can, like, you know, just keep an eye on things. Hmm. Windows go both ways, though. Um, we can hang some nice curtains on them. Yeah. You know, nice, Very fix up the place. Make it, make it a nice home to somewhere you like, not just a house, but a home, you know? Yes, and then we can tell Father Pard that we came to Flughaven and we began our journey one home at a time. Like, like, home improvement, bring up the value of the neighborhood, clean up the weeds, and yes. Let's, okay, let's shed it. We'll check out the shed. Let's, let's go up and take a more careful look uh, through one of the windows and see if anything's going on in there before we just barge in and make ourselves at home. Sounds good to me. Um, he's going to look along with you, so you're going to have uh, an investigation check, and I, I'm helping you check, so um, so you get advantage on this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the first roll was a 15 plus 3, so that's an 18. And the second roll is a 5, so we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. So <laughs> it's an 18. All right, nice. Peeking through the windows and looking around this shed, you pick up a few things. You said, you said an 18? 18. Yeah. First of all, uh, you notice there's no lock on this door. The windows, there's two windows on the same side as the door. The rest of the, the building does not have any windows. Inside is a single room that has a bulletin board against the far wall where there's a bunch of like papers posted up onto it and that sort of thing. And uh, you can also tell that there's just tons and tons of like vines growing over this shed. And some of the wood of the shed itself seems to be a little bit cracked. But it also doesn't seem, it doesn't seem super old, despite being so overgrown. Out of character. Yeah. I almost took the spell speak with plants. And then I was like, that will never be useful. Oh, oh, interesting. <laughs> You're going to really regret that. Yeah, it literally made the second to last cut as I was weeding down the spells I was going to take. Shit. Yep. So, okay, Blue, um, these... These plants came in quickly. I mean, we knew that about the road, but it's like... Yeah. Like, look at look at the the age of the wood and, and everything inside. This is... This is... I don't... Strange. I want to sleep on something that may take the vines, you know, more than one night to uh, grow over. Well, uh, I mean, I I think... It, I, don't, I don't know exactly how long this has been here, but if the shed's standing now, I suppose it... Uh, isn't going to collapse overnight. Then again, the silos are made of metal, so those might hold up a little bit better. It wasn't exactly the collapse so much as it is the wake-up being bound to the bed by the vines sort of thing mm. that I'm afraid of. I understand that fear. Uh, let's... Does the roof... I, I look up, does the roof of the shed have vines growing over it? No, not yet. Let's sleep under the stars, Blue. Let's just crash on the roof of this shed. Oh, interesting. Well, sounds fun to me. All right, let's let's do it. Uh, and he he immediately like gets down on on one knee, holds out his hands, and like gestures to like boost you up. Uh, you, I'm not. I'm tired. I'm not feeling petty enough to slight him. I I take the the jump. Nice. I take the boost. Yeah, he uh, he boosts you up. Um, you pull him up, I assume. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys both scramble up there and uh, are atop the roof. And um, you just bed down, I assume? Uh, 
I think just checking the integrity of the roof and the height of the vine. Like, Talbotin is convinced that these vines are going to grow over us in the middle of the night, and so I just want to do everything I can to try and make sure that we have the least likelihood of that happening. Roll me a nature check. Me and my famous knowledge of nature. That's a 15. Um, with a 15, the... I don't know if, if, if nature would have been the right, the right call for this. Uh, should I, like, I'm basically, tra- you're trying to figure out the structural integrity of this thing, right? I, I'm trying to gauge how quickly the vines are growing, I think. Gotcha. Uh, you cannot see them growing uh, visually with your eye, and you don't have any reason to think at this point that um, that would be a concern. Okay. Still sleeping on the roof. Yeah. Because they're, like, they're coming from the ground, so at the very least, like, they won't get as good of a grip over the course of eight hours or one hour, depending on if we're doing a long or short rest. Uh, the, the vines are growing up only about halfway up the shed, um, so you are, you don't have any reason to think that they would grow up over the shed overnight. Okay, good. Uh, one more question, yes. then. Is the roof pitched or is it flat? Uh, it's flat. Like, it, it's, oh, okay, it's good. slightly pitched, but, like, the tiniest bit, just so that a- any water would drain off. But it's okay. it's not, like, it's it's not uncomfortable. Like, you'd probably um, put your feet at the lower end and your head at the top end, and you'd be fine. Okay. Yeah. And with that, uh, with the moon rising above you, I think we're going to end there. Is it at least a nice, clear sky? It's a nice, clear sky. Cool. Cool. Thank you again, Mason, for joining us. Hey, listeners, if you've had a good time today, tell your friends about the show or leave a review. And while you're at it, um, how about you check out other shows on the Scavengers Network, like James and Aaron Minute Movies, or Wet Hot American Moon Juice, or Unnatural 20s. There's lots of options out there for you. Uh, Mason, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, I would... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Ty, I absolutely do. Wireless earbuds are all the rage nowadays, and not everybody... No, I'm just kidding. Um, see, see, Mason, the reason I knew you were coming at me with your bullshit, as usual, is that wireless earbuds, you don't plug. You specifically do not plug them. You specifically don't plug them. You're right. RayconGlobal.com slash Mason. No. Um, yeah, the Scavengers Network. Check out scavengersnetwork.com. Check out, there's a lot of great shows. Uh, and if for some reason you're interested in the things that I'm doing, I have my own website, masonamadeus.com. M-A-S-O-N-A-M-A-D-E-U-S.com. It kind of looks like a janky version of Facebook, and it's got a bunch of stupid Easter eggs, too. It's kind of fun. It, it is stupidly fun. I like it. Yeah, I'll have a link to that in the uh, show notes. And, um, well, with that, is there anything you want to do? Anything else that we need to cover? I just want to say thank you for the great and colorful adventure. Woo! And sorry... And, and, and a huge sorry to M. Walker, and I hope that how how you got away helped make it better <laughs> for the fact that- Why did that I do that? You were, you were a horse. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I think with that, it's it's time to pitter-patter on out of here. Yeah, let's pitter-patter. Pitter-patter, 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 pitter-patter. Oh! Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com. 
at SCQ Podcast on Twitter or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. This is going to get cut and put in the bloopers. Ooh, my friend, my friend uh, came up with a film noir detective character name, and I love it so much because it's yeah. twice nightly. Detective twice nightly, <laughs> which is A plus in my good. mind. That's very good. Like half an office to sleep uh, just because someone was being a little frustrating. So <laughs> I, think it, I think it's kind of fitting, and I think maybe... Uh, I know I kind of described him as having doe-like features. A lot of CEOs can relate to that. <laughs> oh, office! Oh, what a good office joke! <laughs> what a good I love office joke right there. Little, little boardroom humor. A little Dilbert the, humor right there. Right around, yeah. And watch this humorous PowerPoint that I've Dungeons put together. Dungeons in that Dilbert. <laughs> oh, the guy who makes Dilbert sucks, though. Um, <laughs> That's true. Like so much, yeah. Uh, Golly gee willikers. Oh, golly Let's... gee. Fuck yeah, man. Hell yeah. Heck. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I didn't have a pencil. Sorry. No worries. Um, and so with that, we are going to roll into uh, a the skill challenge. Okay. Um, Did I, I didn't derail everything you had planned by taking a horse. <laughs> oh, I dropped the call. Mason was like, goody, goody, I didn't derail, derail everything you had planned, did I? That's what and I get. immediately cuts off his, his meeting and drops the call. The horse's name is Podcube. The horse's name is Podcube. Oh. Yo, when you leaned okay. back and yelled that, I literally saw steam come from your mouth. It is, I'm, it I'm, is freezing where you are. Yeah, I got my kerosene heater next to me. I'm Holy wearing four shit. layers. Um, <laughs> it, it's chilly. I've got my little, I've got my little uh, ice cream dice. Ice cream dice. I've got my little um, candy corn dice. Oh yeah, look at that. Let's roll Terrible. this. <laughs> I love. I, I I like. I love candy corn for the precise amount of time that it's available of the year, which is about roughly one twenty fourth of the year, and mm. then it is can be go into the garbage can until the next year. Holy shit. Oh, I need to take my robe off. I'm too warm, which is also a weird thing right. to say. We're going to take a quick okay, break. Okay, yeah. Let's take a second. <gasps> oh, my God. All right, I'm going to make some quick notes about how thing where we left off. Um, you guys are asleep on the rooftop um slight angle uh not exhausted no horse uh <laughs> uh what was the other thing um not exhausted no horse not making out <laughs> not making out let me make a note of that not making out yeah, you...